I think you've done remarkably well that that's only ever happened once. <laughs> only had one yeah, we lost the pod. whole episode once. So it's been a while. Uh, the last time we were with you was with Neil Dutton and Craig and Mark. And none of them are here this week. It's just me and Adam. So we're going to keep things pretty short. But this is the Long Snapper Pod. It's week 44, 45. Episode 40. 40 episode 40-something. 40 and uh, we're, we're going to start calling them episodes now because we're so erratic with our, with our weeks that we're just not worth... Anyway, you know you you know what I'm saying. Um, it'll have a Roman numeral. Yeah, it'll have a Roman numeral. It. Um, we're the Long Snap Pod. It's a slightly off the wall look at the NFL. Uh, slightly less off the wall when there's only two of you because you know what can you do? But um, season's getting close, Adam. Last week without football. Well, there's a month without football, uh, but <laughs> we could come on to that. Preseason doesn't count. Um, if that's what you're talking but about. technically, Hall of Fame game. I mean, the Hall of Fame game, I might tune into. Really? If Game Pass well, is working by then, of course. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's another... They've had an absolute shocker, issue, haven't they? An absolute shocker. Um, yeah, you, you did a quiz, didn't you? But uh, we won't do that. So let's move on. Um, find us on Twitter, at LongSnapPod. Uh, Adam, what's your Twitter handle? At ADFoxcroft. Yeah, you can find him talking about cricket and stuff on there. Not, and then I guess American football will be coming into that a little bit more and more coming up. Yeah, there's been a bit of cricket lately. Cricket's been good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll certainly get into American football as well, as and when the season kicks off, which is September, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit cricketed out, um, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm at Chinese underscore Lensman. It's not racist. Um, news so just going off your running order Adam and as we spoke about off mic not long ago it seems like so much has happened in the NFL but actually when you boil it down not a lot's really happened if the first thing on your news item is lucky whitehead signs for the Jets you know I'm, not much has been happening yeah that's the first thing I thought of just because it <laughs> amused me <laughs> and, uh, I mean the Dallas Cowboys I mean, they've had, you know, they're, they're just a team full of criminals. And uh, as if Mark were here, he'd he'd start talking about the raping and the drugging. <laughs> um, but this was the latest in a long line of little misdemeanors. Except he didn't actually do anything. All he did was have someone impersonate him. Uh, but the best <laughs> thing about it was the fact that the the Cowboys released him when they thought he'd been arrested, and didn't unrelease him when it transpired he had nothing to do with it. Um, and just, oh, let's not bother. And then the Jets picked him up. Yeah, which I, I reckon Lucky Whitehead probably would have preferred to have gone to jail, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Um, just as it seems that Craig isn't here, I, I just the, his ears aren't just burning, but there's the anger boiling. I can hear it from here. <laughs> and and you say about the Cowboys being a team of uh, criminals? They're actually tied for 29th in the uh, most amount of arrests since the year 2017. Oh, how's that for statage? Just busting out stat early doors. Minnesota Vikings, if you're interested, number one, 49 arrests. I think about 30 of those were on that boat, weren't they? (laughs) 
Um, the love boat. The love boats <laughs> with the, the wonderfully named Fred Smoot. That was fantastic. Well, I say fantastic. It probably was if you were if you were on it. It depends who you were. Depends what gender you were. I mm. suppose to whether it was fantastic. It also yeah, seems rape, like it's raping and a drugging. It also said well, and boozing by the look of it. Eighteen DUIs. <laughs> Drinking culture much. Um, so yeah, I I don't really know what to say about Lucky Whitehead. I mean, I wouldn't know him if he shat in my mouth. So um, good luck to him. Uh, <laughs> while we're on the subject of the it's, Cowboys he's probably one of the main hopes at wide receiver for New York um, so yeah but Adam I'd be I'd be like in line for snaps if I just rocked up to practice one day in New York anyway we should save the abuse of the Jets until Craig's back <laughs> um, and I, well just to rub a bit more salt into Craig's wounds Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott Seems to be doing everything he can to fuck his life up. Yeah, this has been bubbling on a little while. This, um, I'm still not sure if it's a if it's a story or if it's not really a story. Um, it's just the same sort of behaviour again, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, just, but, a, just a, a 20 year old kid being a dick. Yeah, yeah, but different. The line is in a different place if you're as good a football player as. Ezekiel Elliott is absolutely, um, so I'm sure we'll see him in week one, and I'm sure any little misdemeanors will be we quickly forgotten or brushed under the carpet. Um, yeah, it's just back to poor old Lucky Whitehead. Um, it took a lot less um, to have him removed from the Dallas Cowboys roster. Well, it seems like there's a there's a like Venn diagram, well, not Venn diagram. Like there there is a a, a very distinct chart which if you have ability at one end on the x-axis and then you know crime on the y-axis there's a direct line up the middle isn't there so if your ability is a 10 and your and your and your crime is a 10 you get away with it but if your ability is a 4 and the crime is a 10 you're out like you're out of the, you're out of the sweet spot i think i think you need to Draw that graph and tweet it out. Okay, That's... I will. I will. I'll do that. <laughs> and he's th- and he's doing. <laughs> I think we've been alluding to that for several weeks. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, what stories. what what Zeke's basically touched up a bird, smashed somebody in the mouth in a pub, and got pissed, didn't he? That was that's what he's done. Pretty much ticks all the boxes. Yeah, he's just a, he's just an idiot twenty yeah. year old who's just yeah. found out that boozing's really good fun. It's like you know, in this country, a lot of people. They're really good at sport until they get to sort of 17, 16, 17. Then they go, oh shit, pubs. And then <laughs> and then before you know it, they're 25 stone and unemployed. I think to a certain extent as well, this is a slightly off topic, but the the legal drinking age being higher in the States and, and actually enforced makes a bit of a difference. It can come as a shock to some people. They're suddenly 21 and they've never really drunk a drop of alcohol before. Yeah. Some, um, someone gives do, them a beer do. and they're all of a sudden they're Homer Simpson. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it, their tolerance or ability to behave under the influence isn't quite what it might be if they'd had the, had the upbringing that we had um, or the, um, under the same rules, I suppose. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm not, I, I, don't, I can't drink much, as many of my friends will let you know. Um, but I can't imagine what it would have been like to have my first beer at 21. To be a millionaire before I'd had a beer. It's an alarming thought. 
also, <laughs> yeah, the the idea that I've, I had my first beer at 21 and behaved at 21 like I probably behaved at 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's not worth thinking about. No, you know, and and, and uh, for that reason, a lot that that's why we know that a lot of our American cousins can't can't handle their beer, and uh, shame on them. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you've got no one to blame but yourself, Zeke. You should have been behind the bike sheds having a crafty fag and a pint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rather than in the gym pushing tin. Um, Joe Flacco's injured. I mean, the myth of Joe Flacco is something that I can't really wrap my head around. He's The amount of stick that somebody like um, an Andy Dalton gets and then you compare it to Joe Flacco... They're, I mean, they're the same player, aren't they? They're exactly the same player. But Flacco had that run where they got to the Super Bowl, and he's sort of given a he's sort of kissed into being a great, isn't he? He's he's not great. He's not bad though. I don't. Th- I think he's he's. I think most most teams wouldn't mind him. He's one of those. It's <laughs> the Alex Smith, Andy Dalton. Um, that word average. I, I, I'm a. Flacco fans to a certain extent. He won the Super Bowl at the right time, just before his contract was up. Um, so he got the big, big contract because of it. Um, that was that would be the peak of his career. He's not going to better that, is he? No. Um, the, the Ravens have. I think we talked about them a, a couple of pods. I'm not going to say a couple of weeks ago. That would be a lie. <laughs> a couple of pods ago. Um, uh, they're so well coached that players will come in and do a job. And you look at the the stars on their their team and they don't have many and Flacco probably fits that quite well um pretty pretty reliable I I think he he can throw the ball deep um I'm not as down on him as you are maybe but um him being injured certainly hurts them certainly Um, does they've had other other injuries as well but what what uh this has led to is uh quite a lot of talk of Colin Kaepernick being uh Signed up by the Ravens as his as his replacement because um, they're obviously using who are they using at the moment? Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett. Is Other other options, and, and that's a stretch, isn't it? To imagine him starting a sixteen game season. So there's a lot of buzz about Colin Kaepernick going there. Um, um, wait one second. We've talked about Kaepernick so much though, and it's the same. It's been the same conversation each time. Um, and it needed something like this to happen for him, really. Um, if it if it works out, he he gets a, a chance in Baltimore. Then we'll see what happens. But you know, it could be you know, a, another injury somewhere else, just as easily. Uh, if if the Ravens pick him up, then then so be it. Otherwise, you know, there'll be there'll be somewhere where a similar thing will happen. Yeah, I'm just um, I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a specific tweet at the moment that I want to mention. Uh, seen a, it's Colin Kaepernick related tweets seem daily. It's just a, the the world's having the same conversation that we've had for a while. There was a a poll I saw. I can't remember who tweeted it earlier. Along the lines of, if he, your team is about to sign him, do you a disown your team? B begrudgingly support them? C not no difference or something like that? And it's just, are you? Do you feel that st- well that it's, strongly it's about Colin Kaepernick? It's, it's, it's bonkers the way that he's being treated. I, I just don't get it. Um, America is just so fucked up. I can't. I can't even. 
I just don't get it. I really don't get it. It was something along the lines of, um, you know, Ryan Mallett, quarterback for the for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, hasn't has, hasn't won a game or whatever for X amount of years, but stands for the national anthem. And then they signed this bum off the street who's never started a game in the NFL, never thrown a pass, but stands up for the national anthem. And then Colin Kaepernick, you know. Doesn't stand for the national anthem, so isn't on the roster. It's, it, it's so. I don't know. I if... think any anybody, if any rational person, even if you had a beef with him to start with when he he did this, or you know, it didn't, it he didn't perhaps do it in the right way initially. He didn't communicate what he was doing until afterwards, etc. Um, so it perhaps didn't look good. But you're way past that now, surely. Yeah. Um, uh, but. I think the point that's so being missed is that to... Colin Kaepernick was beaten out to a starting job in San Francisco by Blaine Gabbert. Well, that's that's the bit that actually matters. Yeah. Is so let, let's uh, you know let's look at the real issue. <laughs> He's not very good. Um, more quarterback injury news. Andrew Luck rumours he won't start the season. Could miss six weeks. That's a big blow for the for the Colts. If it, if it's true, there's a bit of a rumour mill debate going on on this and uh, you know, being a being a Titans fan seen a bit of discussion on the Facebook group there on Twitter that it seems like whoever you believe there are different stories coming out of there um, I guess it's a complicated awkward injury that I don't know if it never if you ever quite recover from properly um, yeah he could miss some sources are saying don't worry about it he'll be he'll be in week one but if he if he is and he isn't 100 percent or if he's if he's not and he misses a few weeks that's massive um he's 98% of that team i would agree with that he is probably more than that if you're honest uh, <laughs> especially in the in the manner that they play and and uh, the fact... i don't think that's fair on pat McAfee. <laughs> um yeah i i would agree with that and um it looks good for you boys at the moment doesn't it well, AFC South injuries. Um, well, unless you unless you consider the, the the Texans a threat. Well, Will Fuller's just gone down for them oh, today. Nice um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so okay. you know, Scott Tolzien is the listed backup for Andrew Luck with Stephen Morris and that other other well known guy um, Philip Walker. I think Scott Tolzien saw a game or two last year, didn't he? Um, Possibly, yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the season, I mean that that surely, in the way that, with the way that Luck plays the game, is pretty similar to Kaepernick, isn't it? That it's just he's a bit more accurate on the intermediate routes and underneath, but that sort of run, underrated running ability that that um, Luck has, you can kind of relate that to a Kaepernick. I mean, if you ask me, that's a better destination for for um, Kaepernick than actually going to the Ravens. Yeah, it probably is actually, uh, but I mean, luck is seventy times the pocket passer that. Kaepernick oh, absolutely! Is, but, but if to cause minimum, minimum sort of stress to that offense, Scott Tolzien and Colin Kaepernick are different players, aren't they? They they play a different system. I would say that it's likely that Kaepernick plays in a more similar way to Luck than what Tolzien does. So, in that respect, it's probably a. Probably a um, fit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 
not as up as I should be on the Scott Tolzien film, if I'm honest. But uh, <laughs> you mean you haven't watched all this stuff on the game? <laughs> there was, yeah, he definitely played a game or two last year. But um, I mean, I th- it's back to that same conversation. Now you look at Scott Tolzien or Ryan Mallet or most backups in the league, and would you rather have Kaepernick than your your backup? Then you you would, unless you're unless you're nuts. Surely it's and you know, even if even if it's a backup that you don't expect to see. Surely Kaepernick is worth a, a bit of a gamble ahead of just some someone vanilla or nondescript like that. But. Yeah, agreed. Um, so you mentioned Will Fuller broke his collarbone. That's a big loss for the for the Texans. Yeah, if, if that yeah. if that does, I don't know how long a collarbone takes. I mean, depends on the nature of the break, I suppose. Going into the season, he's looking to be. He's, I mean, he's clearly a complimentary receiver to to Hopkins. So, where I mean, have they got the back? Have they got the backups to be able to replace him? Or because he did fall away at the end of last season, didn't he? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he wasn't somebody. I think it's one of those things that I'd, you'd notice if I'd had him in fantasy mm-hmm. um, a bit more. Um, yeah, he perhaps did, um, but. You've got Jalen Strong a, a and decent, Braxton Miller in there as uh, next in line for snaps. Yeah, it feels like Andre Johnston needs to come out of retirement and uh, go, go and do his <laughs> old team of favours. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a blow. Um, Not that you're are, the, are they? A, Can you stop taking your pen? By the way, <laughs> just. <laughs> Yeah, I've got the wire bashing against my uh, microphone as well. This is good. Yeah, it's all good radio. I hope you're enjoying it. Out there, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I Badly, mean, clearly got no intention of cutting out. <laughs> there's these injuries that happen now. Come mid-season, you don't tend to hear a lot about them because you can't. If it, I mean, Will Fuller will be back. So there's a what is there a month left? So four weeks. Say he's out two months. He's only going to miss three games, isn't he? Doing the maths, yeah, yeah. Unless it's a real severe break, Back early in, in, October, in which case, yeah. In, yeah. in which case, you know, is he's not going to miss the whole season with a broken collarbone. I'm sure of it. Just having a look on um, online about it, yeah, they're saying two or three months. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe week maybe five, six week weeks, six maybe. is back. Yeah. yeah, that is quite a bit. That that's a lot of the season in six weeks. You know, especially in the division now. If 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 luck's back, the Colts will be strong. You guys are looking strong. The Jag Jags are sort of picking up. Although Brandon Albert's retired, which has sort of thrown their line into disarray, hasn't it? They're they're now looking for a left tackle. <laughs> So, <laughs> you know. So did I laugh out loud? Yeah, did. you did a little bit. Yeah, just a yeah. little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, look, this is only week one of of camp. So for the rest, excuse me, for the rest of you know the off season, we're going to get three or four of it. Well, to at least one injury a day for the next three weeks. This you know. is it. You just you just hope that it's not a big player from your team. <laughs> when yeah. you you hear the news I mean, each day, there was a there was a Steelers lineman, wasn't there, that that ripped every ligament in his knee on a team run. That sounded horrendous. Yeah, I mean, 
it's gonna it's still but it sounded horrendous but shit like that happens when you get 400 pound men running the human body isn't meant to take that kind of stress <laughs> so they're gonna break and um do you think do you think there's an element that as the more they've clamped down on restrictions of practice so the latest latest cba um meant you could do even even less contact practice um do you think there's an element that the players aren't used to it no i, I think actually having or do you think it's i think quite the opposite i think a lot of these injuries now are non-contact and i think what it is um and i think you see the same in rugby as well is a lot of the injuries are caused by just too much torsion going through the joints there's the muscles are almost too strong for the ligaments now and they're they're putting too much strain on the on the body because they're so powerful they're actually m- m- trying to move their body too quickly for the for the ligaments to take. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm no I'm no um, sports scientist or doctor or whatever, but it, it would seem natural that a lot of these non-contact injuries you didn't see a lot of them before, and you're seeing more and more of them now. And the players are just much much bigger. They're much more toned. If you you know, and I just think that a lot of these knee injuries and and hamstring tears where the bones muscles coming off the bone and all this kind of stuff it's all caused because they're all just so powerful now there's too much power in their in their muscles for their for the things that are connecting those muscles to 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 withstand does that make sense maybe it offsets the change in players physique particularly on the lines um where yeah you'd always have had you know jerry rice wasn't unathletic was he but you look no. at say the fridge or players like that from the from the eighties and you compare yeah, yeah. them to athletes in those positions now. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Like you know, these linemen have... now, they've got six packs. They're yeah, six yeah. foot seven, ripped and yet to they're shit, still the same size. And, they're, and yeah. they're, just, they're still the same weight. I mean I don't know, I just don't think human bodies designed to do what they do, <laughs> you know. They're just such freaks of nature that their their bodies are on a knife edge all the time. Anyway, that's yeah, that for medical corner for this week. Um, <laughs> should we should we move on to our fantasy segment? Yes, in fact, before before we do, oh, um, just uh, another little thing that caught my ear. Um, my my lovely wife telling me just about ten minutes before we were recording. Oh, have you seen who's in Celebrity Big Brother? Obviously, switch switch off. Um, yeah. Ninety percent of these people aren't celebrities. They're actually in there because they've appeared on a different reality show, which is why they're in inverted commas famous. Is it Neil Dutton? <laughs> no, he turned them down. I think. Did he? Uh, no, Chad Johnson. She said she was listing listing the names. There was uh, Ocho Cinco. Chad Johnson is in Celebrity Big Brother. No pretty way. Sure it's uh, pretty sure it's not the same. Chad Johnson can't be the same one. Cannot be the same one. Well, Google it, see. I am, I'm doing it that right now. Break. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right, I'm honestly doing it. Uh, Chad Reality is, is going to be very disappointing. But can, you, can you imagine? He wasn't a, wasn't a shy retiring guy, it, was he? No. It actually Changed is name. Chad Johnson. Oh, no, 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 it's a, it's a white dude called Chad Johnson. <laughs> uh, yeah look it's him i've just been i've just been past the notes 
by the way. It's just just says, yeah, that that's not that's Chad just, Johnson. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't look like he could uh, catch a football. Um, just just to hold up this this note that I've just been passed, which says, get your own material. <laughs> Well, Look, to be honest, get her on. So we, we, our number is slowly our, our number's slowly dwindling. We could do with another <laughs> guest. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, it's time for this. Big Ben, Bill Ben, Taylor, Prescott, Fat Rob, defensive players are idiots. Okay, then. So that never gets sold. Never, ever, ever, ever. Um, and if I could be bothered, I'd make a new one, but I can't. Uh, although I might I might do for the new season I should do really shouldn't I I've got enough material to make a new one now anyway um, we made a league up last week uh, well last episode and I've been pretty lax work stuff I sent a message out to the to the league but anyway the long snap league is full we're gonna I'm gonna sort a draft date out and get it running up and running soon. Uh, we don't know quite how the draft's gonna work. It's gonna be difficult to get 16 people together all at once. So it might be a, a 12 hour a pick or a 24 hour pick draft in a snake format. So if we're gonna do that, we should start it sooner soon. rather than later. Then, yes, I would say. yes, we should. Um, we've got well, obviously myself, Adam, Craig, and Mark are involved. Um, I'm just bringing it up on my iPhone actually. Should we, yeah, should we run down the let's, let's run down and shout some people out. Um, yeah, we we started off at 12 teams, then interest peaked at 14, and then two more people said they wanted to be involved. So we are now a 16 team league. So obviously 16 teams. Uh, waiver wire is going to be a bit threadbare, but we've we've mixed it up a bit so. I don't really agree. I think the NFL has moved away from two running backs on your roster now, on your, on your starting pitch. So we're, we're making it so you only have to have one running back, but you can start, if you want, one running back, five wide. You don't need to start a tight end. Or you could start two tight end, three wide, or two tight end, two wide and a running back, or two running backs, two tight ends and one wide receiver. So there's a lot more flexibility within the within the structure of the team. Also, we've got a IR spot. So if you do get unlucky and you draft a, your top draft pick gets injured and he's out for 10 weeks of the season, you can stick him on your IR bench. You don't have to drop him, which means you can get him back for the running and the playoffs. Uh, five bench spots. So in actual fact, we're using more players than a standard team. But... Um, yeah. Same as a standard team. Well, so, all right. Fewer, right. fewer so, bench spots, yeah. Fewer bench yeah. spots, um, which should mean that the waiver wire should remain similar. But we've got four more teams in your standard 12-team draft. So waiver wires are going to be difficult. But we've also got a waiver budget. So if you are desperate, the budget is there. Just um, just so you know, the, the league um, is made up of, obviously, myself, Martin, Craig, Mar- uh, Martin... Yeah, Martin. Who who that? He uh oh um oh yeah I know, I know yeah good team name from Martin a boy named Sue very clever <laughs> uh, so obviously you got the five of us Martin um, Craig Mark um, and yourself Adam we've then got uh, from my league of record 
the Spanish whirlwind that is Vince. He's uh, lock up your daughters if you've got any around, or if just any any women you know. Just keep them out of the way. Um, <laughs> then you've got uh, a couple of the Mallover guys. You've got Russ coming in from from Mallover. Uh, well, I think it's only Russ. I oh, know Russ and Russ and George from Mallover. Um, and then we have a few listeners. Um, Adam, do you want to take us through the listeners? Uh, I'm I'm struggling a bit because you can't see you can't see people's full names. Well, obviously, we, we, we've we've got um, Charlie Land. I think he's. I think it's Charlie. Let me just double check that. <laughs> this is this is it's nice to know who we're, we're playing with. Well, okay, who, who I do know, uh, I know that They're we've all got Rich on Twitter. Rich, who is Juice Check yourself. Nice. Um, Viney with his super vines. There he is in the in the in the division with raping and the drugging. <laughs> Ray Rice's family values is a favourite. That's Jack. He's uh, he's quite active on Twitter. Oh, dear, and he's yeah. quite good value as well. Oh, okay, yeah, Jack. Yeah, um, Jack Humphrey. I'm assuming that's that's the fella. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donald does Dallas. Who's that? It's, uh, Donald does Dallas. Where are we looking there? Oh, that's, that's Vince. Vince. That's okay. Vince. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Charlie yeah. Land uh, with Rogers Appreciation Society. Charlie, up your name game. That is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, and- Dougie, but my favourite of all the names has got to be Craig. <laughs> Just simple. Anyone but Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not all right with that. I'm going to be honest. That's yeah. Then Welsh Robert- Patriots. That's pretty poor. And we've Reece. got. Sorry, mate. Come we've on. also got Rob. Uh, I don't quite know how to pronounce your surname, Rob. Is it Wastony or Wastony? I don't know. But um, Professor Fumbledore, I like that. Both in equal measures geeky but witty. So That's what you want. Yeah, we like that a lot. Um, and almost Jameis, Niall. Niall. Don't. <laughs> okay. And then we've got Paul, dog, oh, dog, Raff, obviously. Okay. This is slick, isn't it? Slick as you like, mate. Slick as you like. Look, and, and Reese, Welsh Patriots. Um, again, not the greatest name in the world. <laughs> but look, guys, we're gonna get we're gonna get the news out to you. We're gonna start drafting this pretty soon. It's gonna be a twenty-four hour uh, per pick. We'll get it done, and hopefully, we'll we'll. Um, update and we'll try and get the guys on at some point as well all the guys from the league to talk fantasy during the season um i mean looking back at our running order adam the the guys that we've mentioned injury wise let's just talk about those fellas flacco and andrew luck how do you see their injuries affecting fantasy because luck surely would have been one of the first names quarterback wise off the board wouldn't he i think if you're well, you put, assuming you haven't drafted yet, you, it's not necessarily going to affect you too much. I mean, if, if you've uh, dynasty league though, um, pick up Colin Kaepernick off any waiver wire that's sitting there. Um, looking at looking at Flacco and Luck or anywhere anywhere else he might end up. Um, I don't. It's, I don't know. It's, as you say, it depends how long how long they're going to be going to be out. I think Will Fuller will affect it fantasy a lot more than either of those two you're going to be keen on picking Hopkins up I would have said 
with DeAndre Hopkins, is he the kind of player that's going to on draft? Not not that we've got a draft day. See, this is the problem with the 24-hour draft because someone like Will Fuller would probably slip in a live draft because people wouldn't want to take the risk on him. But people would be a little bit more inclined to wait, I think, on Will Fuller, perhaps. So you might get him a... He might, he might go a bit earlier than he would in a live draft, I would say. Because people in, in a... People, People in a live be a draft, bit more considered about it. yeah, but people in a live draft also don't want to miss value, and so they reach. Do you see what I mean? But they okay. It's, it's yeah, weird because yeah. people don't want to be the first one to take him, but they don't want to be the one that misses out and say, "Oh, I was going to pick him in the in the last round." Do you know what I mean? So when, like with Adrian Peterson, he goes, "What the the year he was injured? I think in our league he went round three. Really." Coming back off that injury, that was a bit high for where he was. But obviously, he then went on and had a great season. And then everyone's sitting there going, oh, I should have just picked Adrian Peterson, my first pick. You know, I think you t- you tend to avoid those sort of picks the first two or three. Then then you get into territory. It's worth where there's a, a potential upside. You can gamble a bit more. You're not going to use your first pick on someone with a big question mark over his head. I don't. I don't know if. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how a, a lengthy draft process affects how how these things go. And you've got more time to think than the sixty seconds or ninety seconds or whatever. But I yeah. mean, it, what's what I think? I think with this league is you're trying a couple of different things. Um, yeah. The the size of it makes makes it a bit more challenging anyway, which I like. Um, and just having a few more roster quirks, you, it means that we're all going to have to think a bit more when it comes to drafting about you know, the the formula of two RBs, two wide receivers, yeah. a flex is etched into everyone's thinking. So you you tend to use the same sort of tactics. But Absolutely. This is gonna and the and the last test time a bit more. The last time I was able, I was in a league where I was able to get two tight ends. I ended up getting Gronkowski and uh, Kelsey. Because two I, tight ends is I, good. I, 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 think I targeted you, them because you take those two away from everyone else, and you've got a huge advantage. You see what I mean? Yes, I do. However, other people, you don't. If you don't have to select a, a tight end, you can. You're not necessarily going to be as upset as if you had. With, no, no, no. Um, but in that in that instance, you had to have a tight end, but you could have two. So I took okay. the two best yeah. ones off the board, and that meant everyone else was in that position struggling. So, but anyway, yeah, that's good. It'll be good. And we'll, we'll keep everyone updated. I think we should get out of this segment while we're still alive, Adam. What do you reckon? Oh, please. (laughs) Definitely. And the tens of listeners who are out there. Great internet quality there from Mark. You know, Doug will not miss an opportunity to blow his own trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) All right then. Uh, Quick, any other business then, Adam, What, what you got for us? It's, it might sound incredible to say that I don't don't think I have that much given how long we've been off air. Um, I had a a nice day at the Oval on Monday. Saw England win the, the third test with uh, with my son. It's the first time he'd been to pro. Well, first time he'd been to cricket since he was old enough to talk. Anyway, hmm. um, so that that window between you can just get them off to sleep and they 
they're not going to be bored um, was quite a long one. So um, he enjoyed it. England won, which is great. Um, I've got a strange rant about, I don't, I'm not even sure if this is a, this might be a bit niche and odd, even for me. Um, Real Ale. Do it. Um, if you're from, familiar with the concept of Real Ale, by definition, it's a beer that's still alive in the barrel, as it were. It's still got yeast. It's, it's still um, fermenting. Um, when you serve real ale, it needs the barrel needs to be settled for like a day or two, so all the sediment sinks to the bottom, so it doesn't come off in your pints. Um, at the Oval, they had some little sort of pop-up real ale bars in between the the mass-produced carling, the churn it churn it out six pounds twenty a pint bars. There were some little tiny real ale bars. They had two different real ales. Um, had a pint of had a pint when I got there, sort of didn't taste quite right but okay fine i went back to get another beer later and um the lady at the little bar said oh we've we've run out um i'm just gonna change the barrel over I thought oh, okay just wait a couple of seconds um and a colleague popped round um holding holding a barrel carrying it chucked it chucked it down tapped it in front of me and then she served a pint out of that barrel <laughs> that had been thrown around right in front of me and this thing was like cloudy as you like. You could see the little bits of yeast floating in it. Oh. Um, and I, I can only assume that the entire test match, that's what they've been doing and serving real ale in inverted commas that had just been tapped straight off the lorry and just churned out to people. So you're looking at, if the, if the oval crowd was what, 15,000, 20,000? Uh, it was only half full on the on the fifth okay, day but so, I think the other so if you, if, out, if you assume that half of that half full are of drinking age and then another half of that half want to drink real ale then another half of that half drink the stuff that you drank that's a lot yeah. of people with the shits on Tuesday oh <laughs> 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 uh, touch wood I'm okay uh, I, I don't think it's the kind of thing that will make you will necessarily it's not like it was out of date uh, but it's not good it's it's certainly not gonna not it didn't taste good no it's not um so yeah there was a and there were two the two beers they had one was cambridge elgards which is normally really nice and there was a a, a, a beer called portobello i'm guessing some independent brewery in london uh, i have no idea if they were aware that that's how their beer was being served yeah. um but i did send a tweet to camera to tell them um, camera know how to use twitter uh well they didn't <laughs> or a computer they have a twitter feed they didn't respond to wow. my tweet but who knows um that's, beer talk. that's nice beer talk uh why any other business a couple of things really nfl for such a classy organization in everything you do within the media you have absolutely butchered the new game pass release and launch i don't know what you're trying what you're up to with that but it's been an absolute disaster so many people i've seen on on social media were hoping to renew automatically but they can't so they don't get the early bird offer so they've got to pay more it's just a disaster i I don't understand the necessity for it change for change's sake it's a joke um the other thing um beers on neymar (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Five hundred and fifty grand a week. 
Yeah, but he's going to Paris, isn't he? So he won't find any real ale. So no, that's true. But bothered. what what has stuck out for me in this story is the fact that Barcelona are crying about it. They wrote in to their contract that Neymar had a release clause. Paris Saint-Germain have met that release clause. They've actually done it right, rather than what Barcelona do, which is just apply sort of passive-aggressive, we're Barcelona, we're going to take your player no matter what kind of um, pressure on clubs like they did with Suarez, like they, they tried to do with Xabi Alonso, like um, not Xabi Alonso, who's the other player that they all... Uh, Fabregas, when he was at Arsenal. The boot's on the other foot for Barcelona and they hate it. And there's so much wrong with that transfer that... It, and, and football in general, and I don't usually talk about football, but this has got me going um, because... I mean, it, they're going to struggle to spend that £198 million, Barcelona. It's <laughs> going to be difficult for them. Well, I mean, they're, they're just going to go and buy... They'll, they'll just go and lean on six or seven players from different clubs around Europe until they get them, pry them away. They'll probably probably have a go for Coutinho from Liverpool and there'll be a couple of other players that, you know, they'll put that sort of passive-aggressive, we're Barcelona, we're taking your player, deal with it kind of mentality. And it, 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 there's just something that sticks in my throat about the whole thing. 550 grand a week, fair play to him. Um, I... I've always been the kind of I've I've always been in the camp that if you can earn it, great, go and earn it because it's a job. And if somebody was going to pay me five hundred and fifty grand a week to do my job, I wouldn't turn it down. You know, it's it's a bit like saying in my world, you know, working for you know working for BT or Sky one day for whatever I earn at the moment, and then then Motors TV coming in and going, we'll give you five hundred and fifty grand a week to come and be a cameraman on our station well just because it's motors tv doesn't mean i'm not going to go and work for him for 500 grand a week i'm off ski mate i'm going i think the thing i agree with that to a point what i find hard to get my head around is if if you've if you've reached the level that neymar was at at barcelona and his wage what's he wanting for what can't he buy no, no, but with I, that money my, that he now can buy i would counter to- that by saying that 550 grand a week for the next six years is not only providing for Neymar and Neymar's family, but it's providing for their families, their families' families, and their families' families' families. You know, you've got to look at it beyond, well, they're already millionaires. What do they need more money for? You always need more money, Adam. Mm. As, a, as, a, as a person, you, you know, and if, if somebody's willing to pay you it, then just take it. Like, they're willing to do it. That's what the market has dictated his value is. Just because those numbers don't compute to you and me as normal people doesn't mean that it's any less valid that he should be getting paid it. And in the grand scheme of things, if you look at the money that Steph Curry's on and, and players in the NBA, it's pretty, it's pretty similar. It's not too dissimilar to that. It's only really the NFL that lags behind in salaries. You look at some of the top baseball players, they're probably on more than that. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not... I, I find it. I just find it hard to relate to. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but that, simply, that, but, but because you find it hard to relate to, doesn't make it wrong. If that's what somebody dictates that their value is, then that's what their then that's what their value is. Oh, it's uh, yeah, supply and demand, capitalism, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, evil capitalism. Is it right that is it right that um, 
certain cricketers can go around the world playing T20 and ignoring test cricket. No, it's not, but they get paid more well, that, playing T20. That's a far more complicated debate than, than Neymar moving across Europe for a bigger wage, isn't it? You, football's quite simple in that if regard. I, if, I, if only we had a, uh, potentially had a platform to talk about that kind of thing, Adam. <laughs> anyway. I, um, our should... cricket podcast coming soon, um, <laughs> in amongst everything else. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there. We've somehow managed to make this podcast last 52 minutes on the record. It'll be significantly shorter than that by the time I've got the cutting room. Uh, I sincerely hope so. It. So hopefully you have enjoyed it. Again, I'm Dougie under, uh, sorry, Chinese underscore Lensman on Twitter. You are AD Foxcroft on Twitter. We are Long Snap Pod on Twitter. We don't do Facebook because none of us can be bothered and we haven't got a website. So enjoy. Find us on SoundCloud. <laughs> There's a plug.